You're listening to Yellow Packaging by Jesslyn and Colton. We're two Asians born and raised in Vancouver, living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing, about something, and about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city, and how that relates back to our place in a Western society. So sit back, listen up, and get a new view on what it's like. Get a new view on what it's like to live in Vancouver. To live in Vancouver. Hello. Hello. Happy 2022. Yeah, 2022. 2022. <laughs> Someone on the news did yeah. that. She kept doing it too. Yeah. 2022. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They say that 2022 is just another 2020. Yeah, we're just in repeat. <laughs> yeah. in Twilight Zone. What is it? A Groundhog Day. Yeah, totally. It's It's been a while. I hope you haven't forgotten us. Um, I'm Jesslyn. Yeah, I'm Colton. It's Colton. I'm Jesslyn. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I guess the reason why um, it's been such a long time is yeah. because something was happening with Jess. Yeah, something outrageous. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I uh, birthed a child, birthed a baby. A baby boy. A baby boy. His name yeah. is Elias. You didn't even know you were pregnant until it just came out <laughs> of you. I'm going to be on a TLC teal- teal- <laughs> special soon, too. Yeah, exactly. How I didn't know. thought I had a bad tummy ache. For sure. So we've been on a bit of hiatus while Jess kind of adjusts back to newborn. Well, it, it had the been newborn life. dark, dark days. <laughs> and I'm just seeing the light. So That's here good. I am. You seem to be bouncing back a lot more quickly compared to last time, though. Oh, is it? it I feel like, like the opposite. Yeah. Like my body's definitely has zero <laughs> bouts. Um, but I guess you have to because you have a toddler. Yeah, exactly. They kind of force you to just get into it, right? Yeah. Um, well, since our last recording, which was Halloween, I think a lot has happened. We've had um, Christmas. And we've had <laughs> yeah. New Year's. Yeah, I've got uh, like seven winter storms. Yeah, seven winter storms. That's when you know climate change is a real thing. Yeah. First um, it's like, oh my God, it's so nice. It's snowing. Yeah. And then you're like, holy moly, it's like minus 77 degrees out there. Yeah, totally. I think the first time it snowed was on Christmas Day, right? We actually was that did. the first time? I feel like it was, or Christmas, like around that time. Yeah. I never liked the snow. I know the aftermath of snow, and I just, I never appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. So you never, even as a child? Yeah, I guess. No, not even as a child, because I didn't have proper snow gear, too. So, like, I'd just be soaking wet and cold all the time. Oh, that's yeah. not fun. Especially when you go to school and you're already wet. Yeah. Anyways, I'm a bit of a oh, Scrooge this winter. Sounds so. like it. No, I, I love it. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was fun, like making snowmen and stuff. I guess and going down, like going sledding and stuff. Yeah, but we never had like a proper sled either. We, we just got garbage bags. Yeah, we used that too. The pantry or just garbage lids, like lids from our garbage can. Oh, we just hop my on grandma those. would not let us. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we were so limited. But then someone left their like plastic slidey one. Oh, nice. Yeah, and that was like fun for years. Yeah, totally. You can go pretty fast on those for sure. Um, yeah, so here we are. It's it's January. We're well into January now. Yeah, and. It's still snowing. <laughs> <laughs> we did have another that winter storm like two days ago, and yeah, then it disappeared. Exactly, like, thank God. Vancouver fashion. I was so relieved. Um, yeah, so I guess what are some like three highlights for you since since October? Besides having Hi- another human being. <laughs> uh, well, that's a highlight. So other than that. Uh... Highlights. I guess Christmas was kind of nice and quiet just yeah. because of everything the that was going on. Because yeah. it just also came way too quickly. Yeah, it came out of nowhere this year. I agree, definitely. Yeah. Um, I guess some downtime, like mm-hmm. uh, Coleman and Issa would be asleep, and then mm-hmm. Elias would be asleep, and then I get, you know, 
my one hour. <laughs> one hour of night. freedom of silence. Yeah, and it was so nice. Yeah. So for a third one, um, yeah, I guess it was more like family time. Mm-hmm. The, I guess the Christmas holidays had like a nice stretch of a day off. Yeah. So. I definitely agree. I think um, for me, yeah, the I normally around the holidays I I work till like the very end and then I take like a few days off. But this time I actually like took like a week off, especially right after Christmas, which was really nice. Um, just having that downtime, but. It just felt so busy, even with the downtime. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't know what you mean because it really <laughs> felt like it was very relaxing. That's good. No yeah. pressure. Um, second one is uh, I was able to finally watch um, the second half of Pen Fifteen, ah, which was amazing. Yes. Um, I know we go on and on about Pen Fifteen, so love it. it's a really good show if you haven't watched it yet. Um, and then third, I think the highlight for me is the barge that we've that we've received that we've been gifted oh, <laughs> in Vancouver. That's become like a tourist attraction. It's a tourist attraction. All it's the a, rage. It's a meme on, in 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 an in and of what, itself. Yeah, in and yeah. of itself. I've seen some pretty good ones. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, is that the new cactus? Club yeah, the cactus club out? one is definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, now they have to sign up. Yes. Uh, what, what's it called again? Barge Chilling Park? Yeah. Yeah. Barge Chilling Park. Um, somebody listed it for rent. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody listed it for sale. Yeah. <laughs> Prime real estate location. Which it is. But so um, on Facebook, yes. like sometimes I go on it because my sister like tags me like crazy on it and I want to know what's on it. So someone had asked me to join the West Ender group and yeah. that was like their entire feed was like are they going to move it today? Is it still there? What's it doing now? And it was just like photos of yeah. just this barge. I'm like obviously not part of that group anymore but people love the barge. I mean it shows how like I don't know if mundane is the right word but how like low-key Vancouver is that when like when when the wind the wind mother earth gives us a barge <laughs> we we uh we worship it well yeah to we no turn end. lemons into lemonade <laughs> exactly. as they say yeah they put a sign up there calling it barge chilling park if you look on google maps you'll see that there's an actual like uh uh like well, a, like a, a location. Mark, yeah, location for it oh crazy yeah and i walked by a few times it's massive like you don't you, you see pictures and you kind of yeah. get an idea that it's big when you you don't realize how big it is until you're actually there i still have to visit the bar yeah you haven't seen it yet no it hasn't i think coleman and easton went it just doesn't really interest me i saw it from afar and yeah. i was like okay she's she's, she's there's barge on the beach on this side now barge mcbarge is large and in charge let's yeah. just say that um but yeah no i think that's like probably the more positive highlights for me. Yeah, it was. It's nice. It's kind of fun. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'll need a little bit of fun. Yeah, exactly. Too. A distraction, right? To say totally. the least. Yeah, but yeah, that's kind of what the happenings, I guess, since the happenings. Um, uh, someone said they vand. I don't know if you saw this. It was vandalized. Quote unquote vandalized. Yeah, but yeah. it's uh, you know uh, corrected yeah. more or less. I was saving this for my suite. I'll mention it now because it's a nice segue. Sure. But um, it had been corrected yeah. with the proper, um, like, First Nations yeah. term or Aboriginal term. Yeah. Or name yeah. of it. Um, I can't pronounce it, but there's a website that helps you pronounce things. So oh, that's going to be my suite. Got it's it. like, there's a lot of, there's an apostrophe in the middle of a word. Like, count me out. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. Okay, well, let's say that for our suite so yeah. you don't run out of a suite when we get there. Yeah, there's a, there's a number in it, too. Oh, shit. So it's like, 
how do you even start to yeah, say yeah. that? I'll find it. Anyways, yeah. You can so, educate us when we get to the sweet section. I'll try. I'll try my best. <laughs> I'll try my best. Please do try. Okay, well, I don't know. It's like, let's keep this low-key. Yeah. I kind of want to maintain positivity as much as I can. Yeah, and I don't want to go into, like, <laughs> you know, new variant, yeah. oh, booster, da-da-da, yeah, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Because I think we still... I think I'm exhausted from it still. bombarded so, yeah. by but, all of that. So I think in their previous podcast, mm-hmm. we are talking about, like, watching films from our past and watching them in present day and if they yeah. still, like, resonate yes. or if they're, like, offensive. Right. Um, have you seen any lately? Like, have you revisited any films you enjoyed in your youth or your early 20s? Um, I wouldn't say films per se, but I did, like, I'm I'm currently, like, binging, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm and Seinfeld. Okay. And one thing that I noticed that I never really picked up before... I don't know why, um, is Seinfeld specifically, uh, is how Jerry's very, um, he's very, like, fragile. His masculinity is very fragile. Okay. And he's, it, it, almost, it almost comes across like he's a bit homophobic. <laughs> like, any kind of, like, any kind of hint towards, like, male kind of, like, bromance or anything, he kind of, like, freaks okay, out. Okay, give an example. I remember he... And- there was an episode where it's, he's all like, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, that, there's that. Um, and there's, so I, I can't like, there's so many, but there's, like, even ones where it's just, like, um, like certain feminine mannerisms that men can't do. You know what I mean? Okay, like, I, I yeah, can't, okay, okay. Nothing's coming to me right now, yeah. but if you watch it, you'll you'll pick it up, and it's it's quite, like, a, it's quite shocking how, how fragile he is. <laughs> but I guess it's, like, a different era, right? So is, people are yeah. more open to that. But yeah, um, like yeah, like the whole like looking at your hands one way versus so like if you look at your, obviously you can't see this, but like if you oh got it when you're you, looking at the knit so your palms facing you yeah and you kind of like bend your fingers bend your fingers and stare at it that's considered masculine. But if you flip your, your palms so your palms facing out and you look at it from, and now you're yeah, yeah the back of your hand the back way, of your hand that's, that's feminine. So he's like, you never do that as a, you know what I mean? Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so there's things like that. That's, that's really He'd be the type of guy who would buy the black body wash. Yeah, not exactly. And not, and not the purple one. Not the purple one yeah. with the flower on exactly. it. Exactly. How about you? Um, I haven't seen anything yet, mm. but I was thinking about Sex and the City because I was yeah. watching the new uh, season. The new yes, season. Same. Which is, um, I'm just, I'm not all like entirely caught up. Mm-hmm. Like I'm up to season or episode five, but it's one, yeah. so like annoying. <laughs> yeah, like they're all annoying. I agree. And now it's like I feel like they've got a checkbox of like how woke they can be. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, I need to have like a brown real estate agent check. Yeah, exactly. Uh, is there an Asian in the scene check? Yeah, like, exactly. Now they're just the show is just that. Yeah, I feel. trying to like generate like yeah. To stay relevant, almost. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But I'm, I'm into deep. Like, I'm going to go all the way. Yeah, I agree. I think, like, I I was never, like, a hardcore Sex in the City fan before. Um, but I did watch and enjoyed it. And now watching the new season, I realized how terrible the characters are. They're <laughs> the worst. And I miss Samantha. Like, yeah. Samantha's, like, the most real. I wonder if they're doing that on purpose just to, like, ruin the, the reputation of, the, of every character. So it's like a like a spoof or something on the 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 original. So that there's no there's no request to do another season. Yeah, like let's just ruin it. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure they're not. I mean, I I still get the same feel of the Sex and the City though. You know what I mean? When I'm watching it, like I still watch it even though it's like annoying. Yeah, no, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. 
it's annoying. Yeah. And also, like, we talked about the Me Too movement. Yes. Back, and then now there's, like, Chris Knott, yeah. who's big. Yeah. With all of those allegations, Yeah, too. totally. Anyways. His wife is Asian, by the way. I googled <laughs> the shit out of him afterwards. Well, Anyways, yeah, no, I haven't seen any um, films from my youth. I would say, I think one that always stands out to me is um, Sixteen Candles. Um, oh, yeah. With Molly Ringwald. Um, and that always felt wrong, though. Yeah. That, you, the, even back then, it felt wrong to you? Yeah. yeah. I guess so, yeah. Like, you in some way, like, kind of mad that that's the Asian person right. in the, the movie. Or For show. sure. Definitely. Yeah, it's... Uh, I encourage those listening to watch your old shows again and see if there's anything that's totally unacceptable in today's standard that yeah, we can call out. Totally. Well, I always think about that when, um, the, what's it called, 500 Days of Summer. Like, I still think about it because I thought that was a great movie. Yeah. And I thought he was, like, hot in it and, like, all that. But he's not any of that. He's just a psycho. Yeah, he's a psycho. <laughs> he's a possessive. Yeah. And he's not a good listener. <laughs> but, yeah, anyways, so... Yeah, films. Yeah, so I think you had mentioned that that's something that you kind of want to go into, though, right? Like, during the the break, I feel like you watched quite a few Netflix series. I did. So a few, these, I guess, fall into my sweets. Mm. But, like, um, that one with Lynn Manuel, yeah. Miranda, uh, Tick, Tick, Boom, that was really good. With Andrew really Garfield. That. Yeah. So what's it about? Just, it's, so it's about, um, his name is Jonathan something I forgot his last name but he is the writer composer of Rent okay and this basically is talks about or it shares his experience living in the 90s mm-hmm. um I guess the AIDS pandemic yeah. was uh, like at it's not the peak but it was like affecting his um friends and mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. and um he's a composer trying to get uh, his plays produced and you just like follow his like journey also like there's Something about someone who can like compose music, visualize it, and mm-hmm. then have it come to be. Like right. that's something so magical. Yeah. So this is that film. It's, it's a biopic then, right? It's like a biopic. But is it right. since Lynn Manuel Miranda's behind it, I'm guessing it's like a musical as well. Yes, yeah, so it's like using his music, uh, Jonathan's music from Tick Tick Boom, mm-hmm. and then Lynn Manuel is uh, the director. Okay. It's so good. Like it turned into like um like a teeny bopper fan like I right. just started like googling like everything you could find on it yeah. just turned into like a BSB like obsession yeah. so do you think um, if you're a fan of Broadway musicals this is like, yeah, a hit for really you yeah enjoy it yeah for sure so well, that yeah what was uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's famous I, Hamilton Hamilton so yes. is it like a Hamilton type like obviously not on historical no, no it's like it's more just the the composer got it okay um, and then his songs right are in the film cool it's really good <laughs> i'm not a fan of musicals that's the thing so i don't know if but it's like a, do you like andrew garfield uh ish i guess I okay well, he's, i am indifferent i guess he's a good singer too like he sings all of it okay uh yeah no i would recommend it I awesome i don't think you need to be because there's a lot of other things that come to play like yeah it's been getting like, a lot of buzz be cute, so yeah it's a good movie. Check it out. Okay. What else? Um, what else is Jess's hot, hot picks? Hot picks for 2022. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the other one is uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'm a little bit late to the Brooklyn Nine-Nine party. Yeah. But it's really funny. There's quite a few seasons too, right? Quite a few seasons. Yeah. A lot of cameos from like a lot of people we know. Right. Like especially this like crossover from The Office. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you were saying it's like 
the next gen office yeah. kind of feel. I feel like there's quite a few people that like just the way they watch the office is the way they watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh yeah, that's exact. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Then. Yes. Um, and then my other one was uh, although that was it. I haven't done a lot of watching. <laughs> then it was just those. Those three. Okay, well, that's cool, though. I think those are some good recommendations, all on Netflix as well, if you have a Netflix account. Um, awesome. Not HBO. You have to have HBO Oh, yeah, Sex and the City, yeah. That that's but true. even if you want to skip it, go ahead. Like, <laughs> it's so... <laughs> yeah, well, I think I'd also like to recommend, um, obviously, Pen15, maybe I haven't watched it yet. Um, and so wait, also... you just picked up from... The second season. So it's the last half of the second season. Okay. Yeah, so watch that. After the theater production yes correct that's where it ends off but i don't want to spoil it anything else for people so it's like the animated thing that happened in yeah between. the spinoff yeah so it kind of it's kind of yeah i feel like that spinoff was a, like quite separate from everything else so um but yeah recommend that and also just heads up if for those i think i this was my suite before but the show called search party Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. The new season is out. What? There's Just, another one? Yeah. Final season. And it's like an all-star cast. I know Jeff Goldblum's in it. Um, Brian Sophie from formerly Throwing Shade slash, it's called Attitudes now, um, the podcast. Well, crazy. Yeah, I did not know that. It's quite a few. It's going to be a, it's like the final season, but it's kind of like the aftermath of what happens. Um, yeah. Apparently she didn't die, so. <laughs> yeah, no, it really looked like yeah. she died. But I don't actually know. I mean, is that a spoiler? That's a spoiler. No, no. because the trailer shows she's alive, right? Yeah. So, but I, what I'm wondering is if they, they if they spin it off somehow. You know what I mean? Like, if the, this turns out to be a fucking dream at <laughs> yeah, the end, I'll be so mad. Everything <laughs> is a dream. <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. Is like burn if that's, the TV. or like yeah, my predictions are that maybe I, I'm usually wrong, but like maybe at the end of that season like she wakes up and then she doesn't wake up but like you snap into reality and she's actually in a coma oh hey that that's <laughs> yeah so it's like i don't know i'm just guessing it but it's still as bad as a dream though stream it if you don't have find find a way to stream it if you don't have hbo yeah no i'm gonna find my way wink yeah too and the latest season of curb your enthusiasm is amazing so is it i love the it. last one previous uh was not good I think I don't even remember what the last one was specifically. It's like um, he brought what's his name again? Leonard? No, Leon. Leon. Yeah, he starts living with them. It was like that end of the season. Okay, family moves into. Yeah. Oh no, that's there's a lot of seasons after. Is that okay? Then I missed a few. (laughs) Anyways, okay, I got it. Watch it. It's good if you have access to HBO again. But I'm a huge fan of Larry David. He's so cute. Cool. Okay. Well, um, I think those are some great recommendations, especially nowadays when people aren't really going out and doing stuff. It's like now is the perfect time to just kind of like watch TV shows and kind of catch up on all the stuff that you need to catch up on. Um, I think that's great. Yeah. I think what we're coming up on though in in the year is one that's obviously common for me is Chinese New Year's. Yes. Um, it's gonna. It's happening from January twenty fifth to February fifteenth. It's a. It's quite the festive um, time for a lot of people of Chinese kind of um, origin, I yeah. suppose. Um, I would also say that. Preface it that uh, every kind of country in Asia has their own version of, of like the Chinese New Year's holiday. So, a lot of people don't really like to call it Chinese New Year's anymore because it's it's quite um 
It's not just Chinese. And it's not just Chinese. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like you're making it seem like, yeah, but so people like to call it Lunar New Year instead, which is more accurate because the Chinese New Year kind of festivities are based on the Lunar New Year calendar. Um, So all countries kind of go by their own version of that. Korea has a version. um, Thailand has a version. um, Nepal has another version as well. So... Um, but I don't think that I don't think the Philippines follow the Lunar New Year calendar. No. They follow the Gregor, the Gregorian calendar, right? That's right. But I also heard that the Philippines um, have a very specific like um, way of celebrating the New Year's as well, and they have their own superstitions, which I did not read into. But maybe I can review it next oh, <laughs> next yeah, no, years. We, my sister, we never did it either. Like, yeah. My grandma wasn't into any of those superstitions. Yeah. Um, but my sister has like recently adopted it in like the last 15 years. So you have to wear like polka dots. <laughs> yeah, like, I heard out, that. Yeah, yeah. Eat a grape at midnight or yeah. something like that. I, I didn't adhere to any of those either. The polka dot thing was one that I, I that really struck me as like an interesting one. Yeah, which is it's one year my sister's like, well, you're going to wear polka dots, aren't you? Yeah. It's like, no. She's like, how could you not? It's like, when did we even give a shit yeah. about any of that stuff? I'm more interested in like what started it and like why, like what does the polka dot represent in the Filipino culture and why do you have to wear it on New Year's Eve? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I mean. We'll, we'll break it down. That's good. Good when, one to Google yeah. quickly here. All right. Well, go on. we have a year to kind of figure out all the Filipino um, <laughs> That's traditions for New Year. So maybe when we get to that episode, uh, we can go over that. Because that's more relevant, I think, for the Filipino culture. Yes. But I guess for me, I just kind of wanted to go over like the backstory behind Chinese New Year and what it's all about and what are the traditions and what are the traditions mean because I think a lot of people who aren't of Chinese culture like they they see they see the certain traditions that are played out like the red pocket money um, wearing red but there's not really an understanding dragon dance yeah there's dragon dance exactly and like what why do we do all this stuff and I think at the end it all boils down to superstitions traditions and also um, symbolism at the end of the day So I'm sure you all know, but the Chinese New Year is associated with the Chinese Zodiac, which is 12 animals. Um, um, And it kind of every year it rotates to a different animal. So um, come Chinese New Year's this year, um, we'll be going into the year of the tiger, which is my year. What Chinese Zodiac are you? I believe I'm a dog. You're a dog. All right. Diggity dog. Um, Oh, no, I think I'm a, a pig, actually. Are you? Yeah. Coleman's a pig, too. Yeah. Um, him good to know. The same year. Yeah, so I think if you want to if you want to be super woke in regards to how you how you how you uh, I guess greet other Asians when it comes to the Lunar New Year's, um, uh, the recommendation is obviously to say um, Happy New Year. That's quite general, <laughs> oh, okay. or say yes. uh, call it the Lunar New Year's rather than Chinese New Year's if the person isn't Chinese. Yeah, because it's, it's it, it can be a bit I don't know depending on who you are and how sensitive you are, it could be a bit. Uh, offensive right if you're not Chinese to be called not to be called but like but to, to yeah. greet someone with that exactly um yeah so I guess let's go on to the origins of what Chinese New Year's yeah. is um so um so uh the term year in Chinese is uh lean right and that's Cantonese uh in in Mandarin it's called uh Nian. um so it's essentially a is euphemism the word where it's like it means the same it has the same sound but it means two different things i think i can't remember regardless irregardless yeah irregardless um a year in chinese um is a name of a demon but it also means year 
So um, when we when we say Chinese New Year's um, in Chinese, we say Guolin uh, or in Mandarin Guolian, uh, which means to pass the year or to pass the beast. Um, so in ancient times, there was a monster, like I said, named named Nian, um, and it had a long head and sharp horns, and it dwelt deep in the sea all year round. And it only showed up on New Year's Eve. Um, and when it showed up, it ate people. It oh ate the God. livestock. Um, and it just destroyed the villages. So um, on the day of New Year's Eve, people would normally flee because they were terrified that this beast would come and attack them. But there's this one old man that stayed behind. And he had the the, the weapons, I'd say, or the, the, the solve to prevent the beast from destroying and eating them. Um, so... Like I said, when everybody ran away, he refused to hide in the mountains, um, and he successfully scared away the monster by pasting red paper on doors, burning bamboo to make a loud cracking sound, which are fireworks, um, lighting candles in the houses, and wearing red clothes because the monster was afraid of red. Um, And then when the villagers came back, they were surprised to discover that the village had not been destroyed because the man had successfully warded off the monster. He's a hero, yeah. So after that, that's kind of what kickstarted the whole tradition, or that's the myth behind it, I'd say, okay. right, of why yeah. they do it. Um, so yeah, that's why people wear red um, on New Year's Eve, and what, that's why they light fireworks or firecrackers. Is to sk- I don't know if you see it as much here, but in China, like firecrackers are going off all the time in New Year's. Um, it's pretty popular, and when you go to the Dragon Dance, for example, you hear yeah. fireworks going off as well. So it's all to like scare away the monsters that are trying to eat you and destroy your livestock and all that stuff terrifying yeah <laughs> so one tradition that you obviously is red pocket money being given out so this is also deeply rooted in the whole like um superstitions and demons and monsters and gods so essentially what they said was um there's another demon named um sue um <laughs> you know sue <laughs> susan yeah, Su- she's yeah. a real demon anyways so um what does sue mean uh i don't know i don't is that a word in Cantonese? It, yeah, it's, I think it's a Mandarin word, but okay. essentially it means like um, uh, it's 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 the name of the demon essentially. All I see <laughs> is a white lady. This best sounds like with Karen. a Halloween yeah. <laughs> description, to be honest. Um, okay, so it was said that the demon came out to terrify terrify children while they were asleep, and um, and it was also said that the children who were touched by the demon would be too scared to cry out loud and got a terrible fever. And, and even became mentally unstable. So to keep the children safe from the demon coming to harm them, um, parents would light candles and they would stay up whole night. And the reasoning behind the coins and the money is because one night, in order for the parents um, to keep the children awake and prevent the demon from getting them, yeah. they gave them coins to play with. Um, and the child took those coins and the way the child played with it was they would wrap it up in red paper open the packet and then rewrap it again as a way to kind of like a game for themselves, mm-hmm. right? Just to prevent them from falling asleep. Um, and then the parents, uh, when the kid actually does fall asleep, they place the coins under their pillow. So when the demon tried to touch them, the the eight coins had been actually spirits that were, that were there to protect okay. <laughs> the child. Yeah. And because of that, it scared the demon away and he never came back. So that's why... Did they it say like... Um, Sort of like when this story came about, like circa yes. when. So they say um, it was uh, 1045 to 256 BC. 
10, 10, yeah, 1046 to 256. So I wonder if there's like a like a plague or something. Yeah. Like people were getting sick and they needed 100%. to explain. Yeah. Well, I think I think one thing is with like the... Like iron coins or something. Yeah. Like an iron deficiency. I, I don't agree. know. I don't know. That's that's what I was thinking too is like was, maybe there's like some kind of... Like, obviously, it's not real. It can't be <laughs> Sue, is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I was thinking maybe like this this demon's knee, uh, lean, right? I think maybe it was like a like a bull or something like that maybe. Because you know how like bulls are afraid of red or they're drawn to red or something like that? Yeah. I remember. I don't know. I'm just thinking of things like... I. I think that's the next step is to kind of like to uncover what these what what's actually tied to this time. Yeah, you know it's what like I mean? the like historical. Yeah, exactly. Piece accuracy, of accuracy. It. That's yeah. the word. So as yeah, anyways, that's why they gave red pocket money essentially, and that's why you only give red pocket money to children and people who are unmarried. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So you're going to be getting. Red pocket <laughs> all my life <laughs> for a long time. Hundred percent. That's thanks to Sue. Hey, thanks to Thank Sue. You, Sue. Exactly, exactly. Hundred percent. No, that's not true. This is your year. <laughs> those monies stop. Yeah, we'll or see. Or maybe next year. Yeah. Okay, so to kind of, um, uh, kind of going off of that, obviously Chinese New Year's isn't just a um a one-day event like it is in our Gregorian calendar with New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Yeah. But there's a lot of traditions that are deeply ingrained in the Chinese New Year kind of festivities starting on January 25th, which is this year. Um, it changes all the time, but yeah. this year it's on January 25th. So January 25th is considered New Year's Eve. So on this day, a lot of people, what they're doing is just preparations for the big celebrations. Um, so uh, yeah, that's what January 25th is. Um, you're cleaning, you're cooking, you're prepping, you're preparing your foods because once, um, once Chinese New Year's hits, there's a lot of things that you can't do because it's considered bad luck. So one thing um, that they say is is not good is um, cleaning. You can't clean or wash yourself on New Year's Day because you're washing away all the new luck that has come, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so no one bathes on the 25th. Nobody bathes on the 25th. Exactly. Um, so, and you're also decorating your house with red things to kind of ward off the... Um, the Sues. The Sues, exactly. <laughs> and the and the, the demon monsters that are going to eat you. Um, so that was one of them. Um, so that's why... It's going to tape coins onto his set. <laughs> exactly. But that's why it's such a huge thing, right? Is because, um, yeah, you can't do a lot of that stuff on New Year's Day. Um, yeah, so on January 31st, that is the actual New Year celebration. So from the 25th to the 31st, it's just prep. So on the 31st, you go all out, you know, you're, you're doing your celebrations, you're lighting the firecrackers. It's a big festivity. Then February 1st, um, you're visiting family and going to the graves of your ancestors. Um, on February 2nd, uh, the, the wives of the fam of the house will have to go, you visit the wife side of the family okay. with your husband and children. And then on February 3rd, it's an ominous day. So it's, it's, a, it's a bad luck day. So you don't go out. You stay in and you rest and you don't do anything. Um, then February 4th comes around and it's an auspicious day. So you make sure you go to your temple and you do your visits and your offerings and your and burning of the incense and all that stuff to kind of like, um, I guess, soak up the good luck that's in the air, so to speak, and make sure that the spirits of your ancestors are blessing you on that day. Um, February 5th is when the taboos can now be broken. So like I said, there's a lot of um, taboos that you cannot do on New Year's, uh, New Year's 
New Year's Day. Um, so let me just go over some of the taboos that you can't, that you cannot do. So like I said, don't sweep on New Year's Day. You, you can't sweep on New Year's Day because you'll sweep away your luck. You can't eat porridge on New Year's Day because that's a beggar's food. So you'll become poor in the New Year if you eat <laughs> okay. porridge on New Year's Day. Um, don't wash your clothes and hair, like I said. Otherwise, you'll wash your fortune away. Um, no, lucky, no unlucky words like saying, talking about death or losing your money or anything like that because that'll make it come true. Um, no crying because that's negative. Um, don't break any dishes. Don't use scissors. Don't use knives because that means you're you're bring, you're you're bringing on bad luck and you're cutting your wealth away, so to speak. Um, okay, this is getting nutty. Cuckoo there's so many. Like, right no now. black or white clothes because they are unlucky colors in the okay, Chinese that's culture. And don't go to the hospital um, and don't lend money out. So there's a, there's a lot of stuff. So yeah. anyways, um, once February 5th comes around, you can break those taboos and you're free to kind of go nuts and cut your hair and do all that stuff. Um, so February 6th comes around and that's when you get rid of all your old unwanted clothes. Um, February 6th, February 7th is when you go out in nature because that's the day when humans were born. Um, say it again? Cre- February 7th is the day that they say humans were created. Okay. Well, that the, that day in, in accordance to the Lunar New Year. So mm-hmm. you should go out in nature and hike and, you know, be one with that. Um, uh, February 8th, it's another mini reunion dinner because you're supposed to have really good weather on that day. So you celebrate that your crops are going to be really good. Um, February 10th is, February 9th and 10th is uh, lighting incense and firecrackers as ways to offer things to the gods to bless you. February 11th is when fathers are supposed to hang out with their son-in-laws and treat them and entertain them. Um, February 14th, 12th to the 14th is preparation for the end of Lunar New Year. So you're preparing your meals, preparing your lanterns, preparing your fireworks. And then February 15th is the end of the New Year. So you light your lanterns, you fly your lanterns, you celebrate and end the year with the dragon dance. Yeah. That's exhausting. Yeah, so there's a lot of traditions in that. so obviously food is a central thing with Chinese yes. New Year's, right? Um, and the way you kind of celebrate and bring auspicious things into your life is by eating things that are symbolic of good fortune yes. and stuff. I remember like noodle. Yes, that's right. Yeah. What do you know? Are, is long, there, yeah, I think we talked about this yeah. before. It's like long life. Long life, yeah. yeah. So you don't want short noodles. You want really, really long noodles. Yeah. And that signifies happiness and longevity. Um, you want to eat dumplings, for example, because dumplings are in the shape of like gold back then. So um, you eat dumplings to to, to bring in wealth. Um, uh, fruit is another thing because that represents fullness and wealth. Um, fish is really important because that is um, an increase in prosperity. Um, and then there's something that we actually call it's like a rice cake. It's called uh, lingo or yanggao, and it. It's kind of like the name of it is very similar to like making more money. So, so really celebrating New Year's <laughs> is like living long and making, making money. money. Exactly. That's all they care about, right? It's a very money focused thing. Um, I, there was a there's a comedy special where yeah, he talks that was, about um, that. What's his name? Eddie Chung? No. Yeah, I no, I, I can't remember his name. <laughs> I don't even know his name. <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie Chang. Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, I think I got all of that wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it is. Yeah, it's crazy how obsessed with money like traditional Chinese things are. It's That's crazy. It's kind of funny to see. It's like it started off with people getting eaten. Yeah. 
And then now it's like, we gotta make that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't shave, don't bathe, don't clean yourself. Yeah, exactly. It's like this living in constant fear of losing your money. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, or not, yeah, or doing something to to um, yeah. break your luck or totally. change your luck. It, yeah, it's, it's like health because then you live longer and then wealth because then you'll have all the money. It's like, it's very money focused. And I don't really know of any other cultures that are so centered around money as the, as like the Chinese tradition is. Yeah. It's like, so. this looks like gold, eat it. Yeah. <laughs> this exactly. one looked like gold, but back in the day, eat it too. hundred percent. I agree. But yeah, I just thought I'd, like I said, this is very specific to Chinese, the Chinese yeah. New Year, but the Korean New Year or like the Taiwanese New Year. Do you or, know if they have things that are similar in terms of wealth and health? I think, I think, uh, health and, um, maybe like health I get, yeah. health I definitely understand. But the money thing the is just so bizarre. Is, yeah. For sure. It, maybe we're just like more, I don't know, more, we're more progressive today, but maybe back then it's like literally money means you live or die. Right. So I guess like times were a bit okay. more of a struggle yeah, back then. That was as, as simple. hundred percent. But I, I, yeah, it's, it's crazy how much, but the money is also tied back to like losing your life right like if you don't have the right pocket money that means the demon's gonna get you and it's gonna fuck you up and ruin your mental stability right? but that was more like um what sounded more was like a uh color thing yeah because the grandpa or the guy i don't even know if he was a grandpa in my mind he the was, old man yeah old man he just in put red up but there was no money in no the red no he put red things up um he wore red he lit off fireworks and that that was kind of like what started it. Yeah. And then money started getting involved And then in Sue's it. like, yo, that kid <laughs> has money. I can't yeah. go near her. Yeah, exactly. This one's poor. But, you know, I'm going to eat her. But if you kind of like parallel that to like, I don't know, example of history, right? Yeah. Like they didn't have money. So therefore the kids died because they they were malnourished or something like that because they couldn't eat. Like, I feel like maybe you can draw parallels to that. And maybe you can. But the Black Plague was targeted towards the rich because yeah. of how they lived. Extravagant they lived or? Um... Yeah, they weren't as sanitary. Yeah. So they were like constantly like not addressing their health really. They're just mm-hmm. like covering it up. So if they smelled because their body was decaying, they just yeah. like slap on perfume, right? Yeah. yeah. And they threw their shit like out the window yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they'd parade outside. <laughs> like there it was just that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe there is something we can dig into because I think that's quite interesting. Yeah, totally. And even like like they said, like in Chinese when you like a lot of, the, the common phrase that you hear people say that annoys the shit on me is is gong hei fa choi, right? Yeah. Which means um like Sorry. success and, and wealth, right? I think Ronnie said <laughs> is I hope you get rich. Yeah, I hope you get rich, <laughs> bitch. Fucking get rich. I hope you get fucking rich. Yeah, exactly. Let's all get rich. That's why it's like like it's always funny when people say that. It's like, do you even know what you're saying? <laughs> like, yeah, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Let's get rich. It's He's like, funny. no, happy new year. Yeah. yeah. So what you should be saying is happy new year or sun lean fi lock. Or happy lunar. Yeah, it's yeah. happy lunar new year. Yeah, for those that aren't Chinese. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, that's my education topic. My educational topic yeah. for today. I feel the like more you know. Bling. There's <laughs> yeah. a star that just uh, flew over your head. Hundred percent. Okay, so I, as you're talking, I just remembered I watch a lot of movies <laughs> in the last two months. The other one was well, like Don't Look Up. Speaking of stars. Yeah. That one was really good. What do you think of it? I liked it. I really enjoyed it. There was some backlash on that about saying how like. Um, it's kind of like tone deaf, I guess. Is maybe that was the word that they were saying, but to which yeah. part? I don't even. I haven't watched it yet, so I don't. Oh, know. okay. There's just, but I, I think that was the whole point of it. So it's like a satire. Yeah, satire. Yeah. So there's going to be some things that may not feel yeah comfortable. 
I don't want to give it away because like no. Meryl Streep plays like such a good character and yeah. you can, can see how that is, you know. I'll have to watch like, it. Yeah, to, to something that happened in our current events. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I watched that and yeah. I watched The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, is that good? I saw that documentary. Uh, oh, you saw doc- the documentary? No, I, I saw it on like... I want to see yeah. the documentary. Okay. Uh, it was okay. It was... I was expecting more. Maybe I was expecting more because yeah. um, my family like had paid attention to like televangelism yeah. and them. Yeah. So I remember seeing them a lot. Yeah. And uh, the acting was good. Like whoever, I forgot her name, Jessica Chastain. Yeah. She played yeah. Chastain. She played um, Tammy Faye and fucking she's remarkable. She's oh. so good. Interesting. Um, yeah. So I'd recommend just watching because her acting is so good. She, like, right. she really is like Tammy Faye. What is it streaming anywhere, or you gotta oh, no, just find a way to stream it? Yes, stream it. The Wink stream. The Wink stream. Um, but yeah, it's like they made that movie just for her, so she well, could play her. That sounds like a good one. I'll probably watch that next. Yeah, that was good. And then um, that that was it. Awesome! I love it. Yes, just watching a lot of <laughs> a, a lot of catching TVs up TVs and shows. Yeah, I watched If Beale Street Could Talk finally, and that was that good. That blew me away. Yeah. Would you recommend looked, it? I would recommend it. I mean, what started, what got me wanting to watch it was the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, this composer named Nicholas Breitel does really emotional kind of like instrumental music. And I heard that song on a TikTok and I was like, what is this song? And then I started doing some research and found out that it was actually from the soundtrack of If Beale Street Could Talk. And then, yeah, that, that's all it did. And next thing you know, I was like watching it and it's really, really good. Okay. I'm looking for Beautifully shot. to watch. Okay. Yeah. Will I cry? Uh, probably, but it's uh, not like super, super, it's not like, it's like pretty like, uh, I wouldn't say monotonous, I such a negative word, but it's just like, just watch it. Okay. And Reg, Reg, Regina King does an amazing job on it. Okay. Yeah. I'll watch it. I, I was on my list, but then I was like, I don't want anything emotional. I'm kind of like light, funny. No, it's, it's, it's a good one. One thing I'll say about Don't Look Up is like, Leo is still very <laughs> hot. I love Leo. I've loved Leo forever. Yeah. You might be too old for him though, unfortunately. I, I already knew that. I was too old for him 10 years ago. <laughs> you know, there's like an actual, like people chart his age, the age of his people he's dating with his, with his own age. It's like there's people are like graphing out the people he date and like how as he gets older the age gets younger or something like that. I yeah, can't remember what Matthew it was. Yeah, I say something. The great <laughs> thing about uh, high school girls yeah. is uh, you get older but they stay the same <laughs> yeah. or something. Anyways, I don't know. Uh, I ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. skip this part. <laughs> yeah. Fast forward five seconds. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so now we're, I guess we're at the Sweet and sour. sweets and sours. Yeah, I know you had some pretty powerful sweets, so maybe let's continue that. Okay, so um, I'm, I'm going to save my most favorite sweet for the last, but uh, I was talking about the barge name yeah. Vandalism, yeah, yeah. or correction. So the sign, it's, the sign that was posted the sign there that, was called Barge Chilling Park, is that what they uh, called it? Oh, Barge Chilling Beach. Barge Chilling Beach. And then what happened? So... Um, I guess a few days later, mm-hmm. it was corrected. Someone had spray painted the uh, correct name. Okay. Yeah, like um, the correct name as in like the land that the that barge is on. on. So yes. it's like I apostrophe seven. Okay. And I, there's a, an apostrophe above the Y. Okay. E-L, that one has an apostrophe <laughs> on top of it. S-H-N. 
Okay, but how do you pronounce it? I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh, I thought you... I thought I had it too, and I didn't have the link. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I've come ill-prepared for this event. But this is where the sweet comes okay, in. what's the sweet? Let's hear the sweet. Go to this uh, site called Squamish Atlas, and it'll help you find the pronunciation. So if you see a um, an Aboriginal or the original name yes. of the land, then you can, you can go to... Punch it in. Punch it in. Um, okay, so or do find it. it on the map. Can you do it right now? Yes, but uh, let me see here. Oh, you have to find it on the map. And then it, it'll uh, read it out to you. Okay, here's just an example. I can't find it right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when you leave the page, it doesn't save it. Got so it. you have to go back. It's like it refreshes it for you. Just so you know. So there's an example. Uh, hold on. Where would you say we are here? Would you say this is... That's Horseshoe Bay. Okay. Okay, anyways, you've been here all day. I feel like an old lady. Can you see this? What does this one say? Is this the Canadian map? How do, I how, do I, how do I how do I open this? Is this the Google? <laughs> it's the Google. I think this can, is the Google. Can you ask Google to open this for me and pronounce it? <laughs> okay. Okay, okay anyways, okay, here I am. <laughs> Whatever. I, I'm telling you, it refreshed it. I did have it ready and up and going. But anyways. Uh, Squamish Atlas is the website. Squamishatlas.com. So then it's like a map. So then you zoom into like the areas. Yes. And then, and then it pronounces that area It'll say the you. name of the place, and then it gives an icon, and it breakdowns by syllable, and then there's a audio of, of so, how to pronounce it. So that, that's where the barge is, right? There's yeah. an actual thing on there for the barge name? The pronunciation. That's awesome. I love that. Because so. I do not know how to pronounce those, um, obviously, words. So that would be a it's very a beneficial. Kill-sillum. It's a Squamish language. That's what the indigenous group is. Or Okay. Yeah. Well, check it out if you want to learn how to pr- properly pronounce the land that we're on and and um, make sure you're clear on which land you're on. Yes, um, that's true. Check out that website, squamishatlas.com, different, different to find out. Yes. Cool. So my other suite, and I've been holding on to this yes. little gem, it's another... Um, VPL suite. Okay, let's hear it. So if you've got a library card, Mm -hmm. there's an app. It's a streaming app called Canopy. Okay. And it... um, The app is called Canopy. The the app is called Canopy. And it's... C-A-N-O-P-Y? K. K K K-A-N-O-P-Y. Okay. And so you can um, view... Films that you can't find like on Netflix oh. and Prime and all that. Amazing. And these are ones that are like award winning. They're international films, mm-hmm. documentaries. So one thing that's great is um, with your VPL card, yeah. you get five movies or shows yeah. um, a month. Oh, wow. And if you've got kids, then they've got unlimited. That's awesome. So these are obviously ones you, you haven't seen. They're like Sundance winners. Yeah, yeah. Those like Tribeca yeah, yeah, film yeah. festivals. And um, I just started watching some nice. films because Issa's been using it to watch some of hers. But it's like fun, educational. Yeah. I think they call it like meaningful entertainment. For sure, yeah. I love um, that. 
but I freaking wasted one of my five on this movie called Lemon. Have you seen? No. Have you heard of that movie? Michael Sarah's in it. So I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. And it's just uh, right really on. tough to watch. But I, it's like I've committed. Tough as in is a bad movie or it's just bad. too intense? Like it's, it's like bad. I thought it was funny and you kind of just feel sorry for the guy. It. And it's like, ugh. <laughs> but I watched this movie called Boy. It's about... Um, it's like a coming-of-age movie. Yeah. A thirteen-year-old boy meets his dad, who's yeah. in jail for a really long time. Right. Um, that sounds good. But it's based. It's like New Zealand rural areas in yeah. the '80s, so it's hard to understand too. It's like um, there's like a lot of slang I don't understand. And you don't um, like to read subtitles. And I don't like to read subtitles. <laughs> so I just fought through it. Yeah. Oh, I I saw like trailers and buzz about yeah. this movie. What's his name? That type. Ta- Taika Waititi. Yeah, he's very good-looking man. Yeah, I'm Ooh, really he's into very it. handsome. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, he's really funny in it. Cool. Too. And I really enjoyed this movie. Awesome. Uh, so that's another sweet. I'm gonna download this app, and we all have having fun isn't hard when you have a library card. And it just got more fun, guys. <laughs> Can it be with a K? <laughs> exactly. Um, for those who live in Vancouver, um, I'd also encourage you if you have the income to support your local library the vpl sent out this email maybe like last month or a month before about like how they need donations to help support yeah. them um yeah so donate if you can um the library has such a huge benefit to not only us but also to those who are less fortunate you know it's a place for them like to like income. go to yeah. yeah um so do what you can and if you can't that's fine but yeah Freaking library sh- keeps on giving. Yeah, I haven't I, been there in like two years. <laughs> I know, but I do look forward to the day when you can record those those studio booths again. The Me sauna too. Booths. I love the <laughs> sauna closet that yeah. we get to record it. Yeah, I love those. Are that's a really great one. I'm gonna download Canopy right now. Yeah, that's, super excited. I can't wait. How'd you find that? Um, the library. <laughs> but <laughs> it's on their website. Oh, you, you, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I use their I use their digital library a yeah. lot. So you just like peruse and all yeah, of a sudden you're like, just, what is this? Yes. I love that's it. how I got there. I love you, Vancouver Library. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have any sours? No. Well, like, you know, life is kind of sour at <laughs> Life is tough. Times. That's my sour. So life is tough a little bit sometimes. Yeah. Like, it's definitely like this pregnancy this time around, or not pregnancy, like the post, um, definitely everything's different. Worse? Just, di- I different? guess, different. It's like... Would you prefer... The Issa different or Eli's different? I think I'd prefer Eli over <laughs> Issa's one hour snack. I can't even go there. It's like PTSD over there. Fair enough. I get it. Um, it's but still yeah, pretty it's, fresh. Just, it's just different. Like, For sure. Yeah. You're, I think you're also, your body's probably more like conditioned to the PTSD to go through what you Yeah, but then Eli. my body's also like hella old now. For what it's gone through. Old. I know I'm not that old, but this body is yeah. old. Fair enough. It's not a temple either. It's dead. It's the temple of doom right now. <laughs> Sue got to this temple. Exactly. Damn it, Sue. Well, put some coins under your bed and call it a day. Um, okay, cool. Um, yeah, but you. My sweet, uh, I recently watched a really, really good movie called Licorice Pizza. Um, it's the newest movie from Paul Thomas Anderson. He did... Um, uh inherent vice uh, magnolia so he does a lot of like weird kind of um i've only seen magnolia yeah quirky movies yeah. um so the premise of black licorice pizza is there's a child actor um it's set in like i think la or california or something like that like socal um a child actor kind of just coming of age as well like kind of like high school love um if you know the band 
called Haim, H-A-I-M. Yes, I love that. So they are all in it, and <laughs> and the 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 I think she's the one the guitarist. Um, she's the the main actor, and that this is like her kind of like starring role, this breakthrough role that everybody's kind of now has eyes on her because her acting is really really good. There's some really good cameos as well, um, specifically Bradley Cooper. Okay. Um, yeah. He plays a uh, Barbara Streisand's um, former lover. I guess I can't remember what his name was, but yeah, really, really good. Highly okay. recommend it. If you're into like the '70s chill vibes, it's a really good movie. Um, yeah. I like that. This is also like a, a coming of age. Yeah. That's kind of was my sweet too. This Highly is recommend it. Um, it's really good. I'm. I really like just the style of it and everything and the story was good too but i think you're not really watching it for like this amazing like story per se it's just more like a fun time a slice of life kind of situation that's sweet I love it's like the wonder years movies. almost you know what i mean yeah speaking of which do not watch the reboot <laughs> i tried really hard to like it yeah i don't i think people are just trying to reboot everything just to see what sticks and then go from there um and then my sour is uh I hate snow. Yeah. Um, it's sure it's nice to look at, but it's not fun to be in, especially when it turns into fucking slush. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, the worst. I hate it. And then one annoying thing right now is the heating in my apartment is broken. So it's cold. And I never realized how cold sixteen degrees is <laughs> until my heating broke. I thought that was hot. That sixteen degrees is hot too. So either my thermostat is broken and it's actually colder, or my thermostat is bright, and I never realized how cold 16 degrees was. So, yeah, that's my that's my personal sour. Well, I hope you called your landlord. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's all. It Hopefully it gets fixed, but... 16 degrees, because if you think about 16 degrees in the summer, that's you're like spring. wearing, like, yeah, yeah, it is spring. That's what I thought. I think you're still going to wear a sweater, though. Um, well, yeah, well, before, like, my, my outfit was a t-shirt and boxers. <laughs> now you've got, like, a sweatsuit. I have a, I have a sweatsuit, I have socks, I have two layers a hoodie oh and then a God. jacket so yeah. 16 degrees is cold that i think i think my thermostat is broken but regardless you're regardless yeah that's that okay so i guess that wraps up i don't even remember what episode this is 56 i had to double check in case you had to go 56 plus one minus 10 <laughs> times three so 66 episode 66 i'll, I'll, uh, I'll play us out Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, until next time, hopefully there isn't as long of a hiatus, but yes, we will. I'll do our try best. not to have any more babies. Yeah, don't have any more babies now and next month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be appreciated. Yeah, I'm not a giraffe. No. I think they, could, I think they make babies in like six weeks. Or a seahorse or something like that. Oh, yeah, I think seahorse is more accurate. <laughs> okay. Until next time. All right. Talk Bye. to you later. Bye. Bye.